Hey there friends, it's Nick. I'm recording this old style because it's about 20 to midnight, the night before the podcast goes out. So I'm just going to do this. I'm going to talk about episode five of The Last of Us. I haven't done that podcast yet. And as always, if you're watching the show and you haven't seen episode five, you're going to want to turn this off because there will be, in some sense, spoilers. Although this time, most of what I'm talking about isn't actually about the TV show. So let's just let's just backtrack a little bit. In the fifth episode of the show, our our protagonists, Joel and Ellie, are trying to escape a city and they're escaping with a couple of guys that two brothers that they've met on the way. And there's a moment in this episode where they they have to stop. They're essentially they're waiting out the night so that they've got a better chance of of surviving when they leave the city. And they're waiting it out in this, what feels like a kind of a post-apocalyptic classroom in the sewers beneath the city. And there's a lovely kind of bonding thing that's going on. But for those of us that's, that have played the game, the original game, There's also a kind of a meta story, and that's what this podcast is about, really. It's about the the stories within stories, about the kind of the way that when we tell good stories, the kind of the mythologies, if you like, they interlink and they weave together. So in the game, Joel and Ellie and these two brothers also go through the sewers, and what they find is this abandoned community and one of the one of the the ways in which the games the last of us games communicate stories communicate information is you can pick up notes so you find all all across the world you're you're finding diaries or um orders or you know messages that people have written to each other and there's this section in the game in the sewers where we go through a series of areas and each one of those you're, you're scavenging as you always do and you're finding this story building up. And this story is about Ish, who was at sea. He was a trawler captain. He was at sea for a few months after the plague and when he was finally driven, driven inland, he made a kind of camp. He made a kind of camp in the sewers outside the city and we enter that that camp through the kind of the runoff, the the runoff, the water runoff into the into the river. And what we find is through his diaries and then the notes he's written to other people that he was Ish, this man Ish was was lonely, of course. He was on his own. And he began to run into people who had children. In the local suburbs when he was scavenging for food, he's running into people who he trusts because they've got kids and uh, eventually he invites them into this place that he's made and they start to create a actual an actual community and there's a lovely section in the game where you know you're going into this kind of classroom and, and just like in in the tv show there's a goal drawn on the wall and there are toys and there are books and it and it looks like this 
this sort of beautiful sort of stab at normality within this this awful post-apocalyptic world. But of course, what you discover is that there's, you know, the monsters have got in and by the time the players get there, you know, the community is over. We don't know whether Ish survived. We don't know whether the other, the parents survived, the other kids and the... Let's just say there's a lot, a lot of dead bodies and a lot of infected bodies as well. So, but the interesting thing is, when I was watching the TV show, and they they spend just a few minutes, and there's none of this story because it's a different medium, except for on the wall. You might have noticed on one of the shots there's a a, a kid's drawing, like a kindergarten drawing of Ish and Kyle with their guns because in the story Ish and Kyle are the kind of the protectors of the community they're protecting the community and what's interesting to me is it works on a few ways and obviously that's an easter egg the, the the that little shot maybe a couple of seconds is an easter egg in the tv show for fans of the game but it's also possible to have played the game and never really have seen or heard or experienced that story. It's like a story buried in these notes. And there are maybe, I can't remember, maybe five or six notes in this area. And then we don't know. In the end, we don't know whether or not Ish made it out alive. But it's a story within a story. And then you, if you take that up another level to the TV show, it's really a story within a story within a story. And I think... It just, it's sort of, it's interesting because it goes to show how when we're telling our business stories, they can have layers. We, you know, we can, just like with The Last of Us, it doesn't, you don't need to know any of this stuff to enjoy the TV show. If you know it, if you've gone deeper, then you have a richer appreciation of what's going on, of course. But like in anything, you know, it's a bit like progressive disclosure in website development. You know, we want to give people, at the start, we want to give them the basic information. Then we want to give them the ability to go deeper if they are interested, if they want to go deeper. And, and some people need it and want it, and that's great, and some people don't, and that's also fine. But what it gives us is this this depth, this richness, this seasoning, I suppose. And it's, I think it's interesting from a business point of view that, that we might have a, a basic narrative of our business, of our product, of our service. But from that, we can hook a lot of these sub-narratives or deeper narratives. It's like when I talk to people about stories, you know, I can talk at a a basic kind of fundamental level or I can dip down into examples I've got you know that library of stories for dealing with different questions or objections or um yeah whatever we build that mythology rather in the way that uh the last of us has done that world and we allow people to experience it at a deeper level and of course one of the things is once you know that that two-second shot in the TV show is relevant to something else, you've got a, a different 
what's the word? What's the what's the phrase? There's a yeah, there's a richness, there's a depth, and uh, you know it might it might allow you to appreciate what's going on in the story at a kind of a different kind of level. And that's what Easter eggs do. You know, if you look at Doctor Who, if you look at Marvel movies particularly, I mean, they're probably the the, the ones that have the, the most. But even things like Game of Thrones, you know, these kind of shows, they are using these things to to carry on a conversation with their fans, a conversation with their uh you know, they're, they're, yeah, they're raving fans, if you like, that is a deeper level and allows, it allows people to feel engaged and special, but it doesn't hurt, it doesn't hurt the people who don't know about it. Does that make sense? And do you know what, I'm going to finish this off with a really weird reference. If you're in the UK, you're, and you're, you know, over kind of let's say over 40 you'll know about the two Ronnies the two Ronnies were very famous double act comedy double act Ronnie Barker and Ronnie Corbett and I remember reading or seeing I can't remember which an an interview with Ronnie Corbett where he talked about the double entendres they did you know which is obviously you are saying something completely straight that actually has a rude or sexual it has an innuendo in it and he said I remember him saying this it's really interesting he said adults can laugh at that because they understand but kids are protected because they don't understand and they're not you know so it's not rude words it's 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 the the intention, the adult intention. And it, oh, I think about Easter eggs like that, you know, they don't spoil the story for anyone who doesn't know them, but they add so much depth and flavour and everything else for those that do. Anyway, that's a long podcast for... Yeah, it's now 10 to midnight. <laughs> OK, I'm going to go. Thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business. And if you want to dig deeper into how you can tell a better story... Search online for story.business. Bye now.